When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live at MyTalk1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to join the circus, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn McLean. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. <laughs> and good morning to Stephanie Hansen out there with you as well. Good morning. morning. I found Crystal Dawn. Yay! She found Crystal Dawn. That's right. And good morning to all of you on this uh, Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome. And Alexis would be very happy today to the Dewey Decimal System Day. Welcome to Human Rights Day. Welcome to the Nobel Prize Day. Welcome to National Lager Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. It makes me so happy when I hear a lot of you wait actually for your first sip of coffee until you hear this jingle. Oh, we're like Pavlov. I got I got two emails yesterday about that. But anyway, Don McLean, how the hell is your coffee? Uh, it's good. It's decaf. I have some natural bliss salted caramel cream in there, so I'm doing good this morning. Natural bliss is also what I call you behind your back, Don. Natural good. bliss. You're not talking bad about me. No, never oh, ever. Yeah, Hanson. Uh, today I have a Starbucks medium roast that was brought to me by Jace oh. in a beautiful holiday Starbucks cup. We'll get to that in just a second, actually, if today's coffee run. Okay. Yeah, yeah my hey, cup is real Hey, nice. Paul, hi, Engineer Paul Black, how's your coffee today? Mine tastes a little angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit, a little extra angry more than normal. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> If we sound a little bit different, it is because uh, this is the 87th annual uh, Santa Project uh, presented by Park Dental, and uh, we are here today. This is our one and only uh, Santa stop this year, and we are at Voyage Healthcare once again, uh, formerly North Clinic. Don't be confused. Don't be confused by the, by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block, but <laughs> it is formerly, it was formerly North Clinic. Now it's Voyage Healthcare, and we are in the new Crystal location today. And again, Paul and I were worried that Stephanie could not find Crystal uh, on a, a map worry. or on uh, even with Google Maps. Did did your car know how to drive here? I I don't. I literally don't go anywhere without Google and Siri anymore. Has your car ever driven to Crystal? Have you ever been here? 
Honestly, no. I didn't think so. I didn't. <laughs> I live like right in the city and I live close to the station. And you never leave. Well, I go to Minneapolis. That's about the extent it's of it. still the bubble. Yeah. It's like when you live in L.A. And well, I get it. I mean, people don't. You, you well, li- L.A. No, I'm just saying, the though. The hours of traffic yeah. that you would spend. I, I could never live in a place like that. I couldn't either, no. Where you spend, like, if they have an appointment, the whole day is the one thing. Yeah. Because you have to get to the appointment. Yeah, it's yes. like three hours there. Exhausting. I was talking to Holly Roberts, used to live out there, and... That amount of time spent in traffic, or even like if you me. lived in Manhattan and you had to take the train in, no thank you. No. No thank you. Well, come see us. We're going to be here. Uh, and by the way, uh, it's not just this location of Voyage Healthcare that's accepting uh, toys and gifts for the Ronald McDonald House. Plymouth, Osseo, Crystal, Maple Grove, and the Center for Women's Health is located in Plymouth. Right, Stephanie? Yes. Because I, as a guy, I can be treated here, Steph. Steph thought this was just for I women. I was, like, hoping it was just a women's clinic. Nope, and girl. That- Paul Black and I, if we had a rash, <laughs> we could come here. I actually, oh, no. while, I'm, don't while I'm here, while I'm no, while I'm here, I should have them check me for shingles. You do not have shingles. I know that woman freaked me out yesterday. You would know by now. I know. I had Colin take a flashlight on my head. Um, because, <laughs> Looking, checking for nits and lice well, or what? Um, no, I'm very clean, but I'm no, just saying. No, you can still get lice and be clean. My daughter had it like 12 times. She was the lice champion. Um, maybe we should talk I about know. your house. I know, I know, I know. She literally, as a kid, oh, she had it so many times. Oh, I'm so, I think she's <laughs> so glad you told everybody that on the radio this morning. <laughs> but, um, but no, this woman emailed me yesterday because I had my first migraine ever in my life on Saturday. And then this, and then I talked about it in the sweet, and, and this I appreciate. I don't want her to, I keep bringing it up, so I don't want her to think I am so appreciative. Because that's how, the, remember, the My Talkers helped me with my big lip. Remember when my uh, yes. sunburn? This My Talker was so nice, she sent me this email that actually got me thinking. She said, Jace, can I ask you something? She goes, we are exactly the same age. I just got my first migraine. Does your head itch? And I said, actually, and oddly enough, the last two weeks, the top of my, I had to ask Mermaid, the woman that cuts my hair, her real name's Kara, but she believes in Mermaid, so I call her Mermaid. I said, Mer, can you look at my head? I go, because it feels weird. So when this woman emailed me, she goes, an itchy scalp plus a migraine can be a sign of shingles. Or psychosis. I don't know. Oh, boy. One or, of the two. So I freaked out. Colin was so irritated when I'm asking him to kind of date. Like a, he was like a coal miner on my you head think? trying to look for Yeah. But anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get checked out before I leave today. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah let's, anyway. let's get you checked out. We want, I think it's your body telling you, slow down. Friend. I know. I did. I didn't do, I didn't go into the fourth job uh, yesterday. I went home. I slept. Wow. I know. I slept. I took a really long nap. I feel way better i had yeah. a decent night's sleep i'll tell you why it wasn't totally fine in just a second but i bring up me getting checked out by shingles because i should tell you voyage healthcare does accept walk-ins and i love this because stephanie and i were asking questions they're in it's independently owned they're owned by doctors so this is in which this is clinic. unusual friends yes everything's owned by healthcare services now so so come support them voyage yeah, independently owned it's yeah. like it's like independent uh shop small exactly shop small at your doctor now, Don McLean. Yes. So this is how much I love you. <laughs> uh-huh. This is how much I love you. Oh, how much? You're well, taking I lo- me to Disney. Disney, that's well, that's yeah, a but, lot. But I didn't. I, he doesn't love me as much as he loves you. <laughs> do you know? Oh my God! Can I just tell you? I'm getting so many jokes like that with my executive producer Jeff over at the Jason oh, Show. Oh yeah, you don't love him as oh, much. Oh no, Don. he goes. Aww. 
Oh, he goes, oh, I see how it is. Oh. He goes, that's right. We he know. goes, I know. I now see very clearly who's your favorite executive producer. <laughs> and I said, no. I said, you could go to Disney World. Come with. So anyway, no. Um, so I go to Starbucks. And if you're a longtime my talker, especially at the top of our show, you know the avenue the story's going to go. Whenever we do a live broadcast like we are today, I get everybody coffee. That's very I, nice. I, I like to do it. It makes me happy. Um, and engineer Paul Black, who's sitting right next to us, Steph. Isn't he pretty, Stephanie? Isn't he pretty? I I would say yes. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you for that long pause. That's very convincing. Him, I, I was going to say something kind of snarky, but... Yeah, it's all Paul, right. Paul was... Do you remember my story about the getting stuck in the, my driveway? No. On the berm? Oh, yeah. Paul and I were in the studio alone that day when I was calling and panicking, thinking I was going to be late for morning drive. Oh, when you... And then Paul goes, no, you need to come in here. Yeah, and he, yeah. I made it like with a second to spare, and he was like, I wasn't worried. No. I was like, I was. You're a professional. Yeah. Yes. So Paul is usually our engineer for broadcasts like this when we're out and about. And people know that when Paul uh, does a live remote, he loves, uh, he knows I go to Starbucks and he loves his caramel frappuccinos. Now, you also know that we have learned from many Starbucks baristas that the caramel frappuccino is basically Satan. I mean, it's it's the most cumbersome. They hate it. They hate making it. That's probably why Paul likes it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's like his secret <laughs> torment for the barista. So I, because I uh, appreciate the service industry, <laughs> now more than ever, I appreciate the service industry. I always hate asking for it because I cringe. Like, my, I I clinch up when I get ready to order it. So during the state fair, Don knows this. I was kind of on strike during for the first time ever. I did not get Paul the caramel frappuccino while we were broadcasting at the state fair. Well, today I thought, you know what? I'm feeling nice, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get Paulie a caramel frappuccino. So I Google where there's a Starbucks around here, because, again, we're at Voyage Healthcare in Crystal. So there happens to be a high V right down the road. Okay. Uh, right down the road. There's, and there's a Starbucks connected to that thing. So I walk in, and there's one Starbucks employee, and he's kind of doing that thing where, you know, when an employee is by themselves, you know, they're, like their relief crew or their secondary person isn't there, and they're moving at a, you know, they're moving at a speed they wouldn't be moving in if they had full staffing yep so i was like oh gosh oh gosh i feel bad You're i'm already i'm already feeling stressed so i walk up and, and he goes hi welcome to starbucks and i'm like looking at his face and he's <laughs> looking at me like i'm by myself i'm just opening mm. if you order something difficult <laughs> i'm gonna cut you yeah. and i so i'm sheepishly i sheepishly i go hi and i'm trying to be real nice to him <laughs> i go good morning and i said how you doing today he was fine and I went, oh, oh and no. I said, I said, okay, no, but no, I didn't, I didn't take that against him because he's busy. Sure. I, I get it. I now get it clearer than ever. So I said, okay, I said, I'll, I'll have a, um, I'll do a, a large, I'll do a large and I go, oh shoot, I'm sorry, venti. I'll do a, I was all flummoxed. I, I kept making mistakes that a rookie makes. And I went, I'll take a venti, uh, light roast. And I said, and then I'll do, um, my drink. I said, I'll do a venti. Uh, nitro cold brew with salted cream cold foam. And he goes, you can only get that in grande. And I go, oh, <laughs> oh, no, really? And I went, no, really? No, you can. I said, 
I get it every day. He goes, the nitro cold brew? And I go, oh, I don't know why I added that word. I just meant the regular cold brew. Oh, gosh. So I'm already upsetting. I'm like, okay, I'll take the, the... So then I said, and then... I'm sitting there going, in my mind, I'm thinking, now I have to order oh, yeah. Paul's drink. Don't do it. I've already <laughs> I've already got him in a little bit of a, and I go, and I have one more. And I go, can I get a, and I said it real fast, can I get a, a venti caramel frappuccino? And he goes, a what? And I go, a venti caramel frappuccino? And I go, and I'm so sorry. I go, I know they're a pain. And he's looking at me. So then... He makes the drinks, and he's making them and making them. And I got the drinks, and I realized, holy crap, I did it again. I didn't get decaf or Dawn. So I went I went back oh, to him. no, I'm not go, there. And I go, I didn't, I forgot, Dawn. I didn't know you weren't there. So I go back to the register, and I go, would you kill me if I added one more drink? And he goes, what can I get for you? And I go, a decaf um, a brew, and he goes, we don't brew decaf until 6 a.m., but I guess I can make you a decaf Americano. Would you like one of those? Oh, no. And I went, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. This guy is killing yes. me. Yes. And I was just, me. oh, God. But he was so nice, but I felt bad, so I'm trying to start up conversation with them. because no. I, I Yeah, because I feel bad for him. And I said. He doesn't want to talk to you. I know, but he Steph. He just wants you to get the heck out of there. I know. And I said, I go, I go. do you open, do you always open by yourself? He goes, no. He goes, my, my partner's car, something happened. And. And I go, oh God, I'm so sorry. I go, I, I feel bad. Is this a busy store? And I'm, I'm talking to him like, oh God, he hates me. Get out! I know it's the need to please. Like I needed, I oh, needed yeah. him to like me before I left that damn store. I hear you on the need to be liked, but man, he's looking at me going, mm-hmm, there's a reason why Sven's uh, my oh, favorite in town. No. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I forget that. Like, do you think people look at you and know too? No. Like, so you can't even be, like, I can just be all crabby pants and nobody knows, the, uh, oh, you know? It's funny that you said that, because coming up a little bit later, I'll tell you about the email that kept me up half the night. Oh, and, no. Um, yep, I made a horrible mistake that I haven't made in a long time. I did not, well, I didn't engage, but I looked at an email mm. that I... Anyway, we'll get to that. Oh, Plus, I can't wait to hear. Stephanie has a rant. Dawn, do you have a rant about I, anything I do. today? It actually involves Paul Black and his little friends. <gasps> <gasps> oh, his little friends. This is going to be the best show ever. <laughs> it is six fifteen, and we'll be back after this. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk One Hundred Seven One. Everything Entertainment. We are live at Voyage Healthcare here in Crystal. For the 72nd Annual Santa Project, presented by Park Dental, helping our folks at the Ronald McDonald House. I'm Jace with Dawn McLean and our special guest star, Stephanie Hansen. Good morning. Now, we don't have time for any rant because we went a little long on that last one. And Lord knows I do not want to cut off any rant. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Rant, but Don the McLean. 
Do you have time to do yours, or should oh, yeah, we wait? You no, know, I was in music radio, so I can make anything one minute. Yeah. <laughs> so you have That's a, a I, real talent. I hear you have a message for I ye do. all, Paul Black and his little friends. Oh, yeah, I could do this in two minutes for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know, our first launch day last Friday, there were some technical issues where we had to come on the air and say, "If you can hear us, please tweet us." Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> Um, Classy. So what happened is the launch of this new program, all of a sudden there's this high-pitched buzzing. I don't know what is going wrong equipment-wise. I think it has something to do with the program. That's what's in my mind. We started a new program. It's the program. So no engineers to be found. Uh, I grabbed the guy who is here to train us for the program, which we had very little training on, not his fault or anyone else's, but... So we had an issue where, you know, we had to get on the air, essentially. I didn't know what to do. I'm panicking. It's, there's a red blinking light in here, freaking out like, emergency, there's nothing on the air, okay? <laughs> now, I was, trained, I was trained by Holly Roberts, who is excellent, right? I was trained one way to run this mixing board here. By the way, there are about 40 buttons that are, that you, actually, there are probably more than 100, that I'm looking at here. I have only been trained one way, and everybody after me, pretty much, except for maybe Donnie, runs the station this way on a, in a certain way because that's the way we were trained. Yeah. So since we didn't know what to do, we were freaking out. Nothing was on the air. So then Paul Black and his little friends, including... <laughs> Engineer Mike Weber, who wasn't here, by the way, for the he launch was sick. of the new program. Sick, he was yes. sick. Paul yes. was at a broadcast. That's fine. Yeah. Jake, I think, was sitting there with uh, the, the little friends. Amy <laughs> Daniels, our boss, and the guy, the training guy. They're all standing there. They don't know I'm around the corner. They're all making fun of us, Jason. They're like, why didn't they just talk? I don't know exactly what they were saying, but they were going in great detail. You know, they're just with each, you know, they're they're having their little coffee clutch thing going on, you know, talking about how we're idiots. And I was like, uh, hi, I'm here, excuse me. And they're like, oh, hey, how dare you? I was a theater major and I have been put into this position where I am running a board now. Well, I, I have before, but, you know, come on. I'm a creative person and I am doing my best. There's my Paul Black. And your little friend. Oh, oh, sadly, we don't have time for Paul to respond. <laughs> Look See, at that. did that in exactly 25 uh, oh. minutes and 30 seconds. Great we, timing. We didn't know to talk. There was static in our ear. We didn't even know we were on the air. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> coming up on 626, we'll be back with more. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. <laughs> Dawn at Dark, <laughs> Stephanie's Dish, and Jason Matheson. Back after this. Everybody, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Dawn and special guest star Stephanie Hansen. It is the 56th annual Santa Project presented by Park Dental, benefiting our friends of the Ronald McDonald House. So please bring a gift or a toy, and we'll make sure we get it to the Ronald McDonald House today, where it avoids healthcare in Crystal. So come see us. They also have locations in Plymouth, Osseo, Crystal, Maple Grove, and the Center for Women's Health in Plymouth. They'll be accepting donations as well. Crystal, by the way, we have extended hours. We. I act like I work here, but anyway. You might by the time the broadcast is over. Yeah. Job five. <laughs> yeah. Job five. You need another one.
Okay, ladies first. So Don McClain, um, uh, oh, uh, Don McClain just went off on, quote, Paul Black and his little friends, which <laughs> I literally want that as a State Fair t-shirt. But Paul, um, I'm now, with Paul now, Black and his little friends. Here we go. You know, Don is right. Uh, you know, and, and we defended you guys, too, because I know Mike is sick. You guys are doing the best you can. This is a brand new system. Blah, blah. We love you. You work hard. However, I did not know until Dawn just revealed it that y'all were in a little coffee clatch making fun of us. This is news to me. What do you have to say for yourself, Paul? Uh, oh, and we're out of time. No. 6.32. No, go ahead. Were you part of this coffee clatch, Paul? I, I would say uh, guilty, yes. Mm. Because all we... Uh, what would our, you have liked us to do? Exactly. Turn on your mic and talk. Um. Well... When there is static in our ears and we're not quite sure we're on the air because, oh, I don't know, no one's talking to us about it, um, yeah, no, no. Then turn everything off, okay. turn your mics on, and speak. Yeah. That's Aww. what you get paid for. I um, feel a little condensation. Um, and... <laughs> condescending tone and you get paid to set us up to succeed oh, and we were right. set up oh, yes. and we oh, were set up I'm to clenched. fail that morning there there was a mistake with the uh, wiring of the Bloop. board that morning mm-hmm. yes yeah yep set us up to succeed and we will succeed just like this morning look we're perfect thank you it's like the the battle of the <laughs> egos, the tech egos right now. I'm just like so I love uncomfortable. It. I love it. Okay, Stephanie, ladies first. Yes. Um, you have a, this is rant day. Okay, this is just, this is for, I feel like all the ladies and some of you men too. <laughs> but why has Christmas become my third job? <laughs> this is great. I just want to know. Yeah, see ladies? Okay. Whatever. No. There's nothing but I need another Paul, we're, we're outnumbered no. here. It's just I, us I two. Get it. I get it. Go on, Steph. Talk okay, about so this. here is what I am responsible for for the Christmas holiday. I am responsible for buying all of the gifts, wrapping all of these gifts, all of the party planning, all of the confirming of the plans, all of the liquor purchasing, which at our house is a lot, ordering the roast. Making the cookies, coordinating his mom, his family, his people, coordinating my family, my people, the New Year's Eve plan, coordinating with my friends. I'm exhausted. I, I, I feel like at what point did Christmas become my third job? Like, I have jobs. I have things to do. Yesterday I said, oh, I could, oh, I said, hey. You said this to your husband. Uh, yes. Who I sound like I'm not very nice to him. I really am, all <laughs> things considered. But I said, hey, it's going to get kind of busy here in the next two weeks, and I've got a lot of stuff. I might need you to help me wrap some presents. And he was like, oh, no. Just no. He said no? He said no. I go, well, my dad wraps presents. He helps out. He goes, well, that's kind of something that you do. I could do something else. Like, all he's done for Christmas is to bring the tree inside the house. That's it. Did he decorate it? or No, we decorated it together. Okay. We invited his mom over, which, of course, I coordinated. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He ordered the takeout that night, and he, like basically had a meltdown because he didn't know how to order it or what to do. I was like, just order some takeout. Oh, my God. I just, there's women out there that are like, yes, ma'am. 
I don't know why we are responsible for the whole Christmas holiday. Like, we didn't have enough going on in our very busy lives. Well, I think it's, is this a, is this a case of you teach people how to treat you? So if you stop all of these shenanigans and, and they don't come to fruition, yeah. do you think his behavior will change? Because you're doing it. You're doing it so he becomes accustomed to it. Oh, so and then it's a control issue. Yes. You're, you're, you Just, teach people how to yeah. treat you. So if you keep hmm. doing it, you're teaching him that, well, I don't have to do anything because she's inevitably going to do it anyway. So if there's no new, no, you're going to suffer a little bit. This but is if a his, good therapy moment. But, but if but his mother doesn't end up coming or there's no food or there's no booze and he freaks out, you can be like, well... Yeah. Did you do anything? I don't know if I can give up that level of control of the things being the way we want the things. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want there to not be champagne when my friends come over for the cookie exchange. That's critical. I I get it. But I'm just saying you're teaching him to do this to you. All right. You Fine. you are allowing you are allowing him to continue this behavior. And for those families with the elf on the shelf that he flies in every night and moves around and sometimes he forgets to move. I feel real sorry for you because that Are is we, another level of we've hell. We've moved into bitching about the elf on the shelf. Again, if you're out there and you're watching the elf fly around to his magical place where your lovely children will be finding him and experiencing their Christmas moment. You're meaning you're adding that to the list of yet another thing that magically has to happen. Yes. And for those moms and dads out there that know about the elf and the magic the elf creates, they're just like, yes, like I needed one more marketing thing to really complete my holiday. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Chase, you're right. You're right. I just like, come on. The therapy's coming out of me, too. Believe me, we were all talking about therapy. And my family was therapists. I know know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just, I'd rather complain about it on the radio. Well, I'm glad that you did. It gives us content. So, does he know this bothers you? Because he doesn't listen to the show, so he's not going to hear. Does he know that that this is an irritant? You know, yes. Yes, I'm running around. I'm tired. I got all the stuff. Or is it? And it's also one of those things where you feel like you shouldn't have to tell him that it irritates you. He should just do it. He should be courteous and re, and yes. and aware of your but feelings. But I realize as a therapy therapy moment that that's ridiculous to expect someone to know. Yes. All right. So I'm going to go home today, and I'm going to ask him again. I would like some help wrapping the gifts. I don't want to wrap everything this year. Make, it's too much. Make a list and list out everything you yeah, told I, us so he can Dawn, see it and go, this yes. really stresses me out and I want to enjoy Christmas too. So what would you like to do? It, it, oh, the okay. Yes. Okay, it's, good, it's, good, good. It's like when parenting experts talk about kids and bills where at some point you should have a conversation with your kids about bills because they have no concept of money. So they keep asking for, I want this and I want this and I want this. At some point, I forgot what age she said, you literally should show your kids, you know, oh, we have to pay the electric bill and this, and it gives them a sense of the value of money and how your you know, parents are not, money literally doesn't glow, glow, grow on trees. I just had that moment with my 21-year-old for the very first time. Oh, seriously? She said, I need a check oh. for rent and a, and there's a $50 late fee. And I said that you will be paying with your money because I've been telling you we need to get this rent check going for about a month. So, nope, here's your check for the rent. Boom. She was oh. like, you're not really going to pay the late fee? I was like, no. She goes, it's coming out of your 
money regardless. You may as well just pay it. I'm like, no, it's coming out of your allowance. That means it's $50 less in your pocket. That's the lesson here, kid. <laughs> God. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good. I feel a lot better. There's Thank a, you, friends. You're very, yeah. there's, there seems to be some retraining needed I know. in the household. Yeah, I'm. I, you should take them to school, Hanson. Okay. Take All them right. to school. I have a question about uh, your husband. Was his mother a homemaker? Because this generation, you know, sometimes they come from moms. Like, they saw their moms do everything, and they're like, well, the guy just sits around. That's what guys do. <laughs> you know, did his dad just sit around and then... Uh, to be fair, We're no. in the workforce yeah. now. Women work now. So, you know, it shouldn't be all on us. Well, and it, it... Yeah, I mean, the division of labor, I will say, as a father, my husband was a 50 percenter. Like... He was a 50% dad. Sometimes he was a 60% dad, if I was being really honest. He was excellent as a dad. And so his his mom worked. Yeah, she worked not all the time, but she did work. Mm-hmm. I like I like that we ended that on a positive. Yes, he really we, we ended he it on a excelled positive. in parenting, just not sometimes in household maintenance. <laughs> no, I ended it on a positive, but I'm going to stir up the hornet's nest. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm oh. hearing from a dude on on Facebook, and the dude wants to know. Excuse me, Miss Hanson, how do you expect your husband to wrap gifts with a lobster claw? <laughs> Mm, it's a, a very point. good point. It's a valid question. It's a valid question. He does have hand he's, surgery. He's, he's in a plastic thing now. He does have a hand injury, but can I, I, I love just be that the honest? Dudes, I love that the dudes are trying okay. to defend your husband. Dude, I'm sick of his hand injury. <laughs> it's been going on since before Thanksgiving. I'm over it. I don't care. Yesterday I had to look at the latest round of bruising, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over it. I think that's part of it, too. You're over the lobster claw? I'm just over, yes, yes. You were over it the day after. You I were know, at dawn? I, I was thinking the so same thing. true. And it's terrible, because I had cancer, and he took care of me, <laughs> and he was so nice, oh. and he never made me feel like Girl, and he just has and he <laughs> just would. has a Dungeness crab claw, and I you know, are losing it. I know, and I'm it. like, oh my God, we've had this thing on a week, aren't we done yet? Oh, yeah, I this, know, I'm like Marge Simpson. This is the best. Oh, God. All right. We are live at Voyage Healthcare uh, here in Crystal. By the way, we have, uh, ex- I keep saying we, I don't work here, Jason, uh, but we have extended hours tonight, and the walk-ins are welcome. Welcome. This is all part of our Santa project. It is six forty-two. When we come back, some big, uh, big headlines of the day, including the new Ghostbusters trailer. I, I oh, know. Is I that don't thing know. Back I know. We'll talk about that when we return. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one hundred seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Don McLean and special guest star Stephanie Hansen, who's sick and tired. <laughs> Of her lobster-clawed husband, and she wants you to know about it. <laughs> Not him, just his hand. <laughs> uh, it is 648. I'll tell you about a, an email that I got in the middle of the nerd right before I went to bed. Oh, I just, I said to the person, I said, this just <laughs> m- makes me want to work at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, I, yeah, I can't, I, I literally, I looked at the phone and I went, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm done. And then I'll, yeah, 
you'll find out what it is at the top of the hour. But right now, I was watching. It was ironic. I watched that new trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie. They're making another one uh, called Ghostbusters Afterlife. And then, so I watched that. And then, for whatever reason, we were on Netflix last night, and we watched, I, which is a great series, the movies that made us. Have you heard about this? You've talked about it, I think. Yeah, and it's from the same people that did the toys that made us, which is like a toy documentary, and they deep dive each episode deep dives into a different toy like the barbie the gi joe right this is deep diving into movies and i watched uh last night the one on ghostbusters and the one on home alone both endlessly fascinating because both were rough roads rough roads to to the screen right and um so i was filled with a lot of ghostbusters stuff yesterday and some of the things i learned in the movies that made us about ghostbusters first did you it was originally going to be dan Aykroyd, eddie murphy and john belushi oh that would have been excellent that's who was a when dan Aykroyd was doing it that's who was supposed to be in it and then belushi died and Dan was like, oh, what are we going to do now? So then Bill Murray came up on board. Uh, Harold Ramis came on board. And Eddie Murphy um, was going to be the Bill Murray role. So then Eddie just never materialized. But uh, and, and, and the thing that cracked me up is that one of the weird things, the movie was made by Columbia. And Columbia at the time was owned by Coca-Cola. Follow me here, which I forgot about that. Coke owned Columbia Pictures. Well, they were really cheap. They they didn't they didn't know how to run a movie studio. Sure, so sure. they were so Ghostbusters was they needed to complete that movie in under a year. So Ivan Reitman, the director, was already under tremendous pressure. I think it was May to June. You know, they started it in May and then it needed to be done that next June or the reverse. Anyway, it was about a year. So they're doing it. They're doing it. They're uh, they're over budget, and they went to search for the title, and they they loved Ghostbusters, but a uh, animation company called Filmation owned the rights to the name Ghostbusters, and they weren't going to sell. So th- the directors have said, "Let's just push through. Let's push through. We'll do two versions of every scene where we say Ghostbusters." So they did. They would do a scene where they said Ghostbusters, and then the other was Ghost Ghost Breakers. So uh, and then they would change the sign and da 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 da. Well, eventually Ivan Reitman got really sick of doing that, and it was costing a lot of money. So the fights with Coca Cola kept continuing, kept continuing, and the head of Columbia, who was a huge fan of the script of of Dan Aykroyd, he got fired, or he decided to part ways with Coke and Columbia Pictures. So he goes to work immediately for Universal. Well, a month before the movie comes out, they are like, uh, they are, they need to wrap this up. Yep. Still don't have the rights to Ghostbusters. They are, they are just praying. Well, then they find out that the animation company that that owns the rights now is owned by Universal. And the guy that was a champion for Ghostbusters is now the big boss at Universal, tells the executives at Universal to make the deal. And at the very last minute, they got to use the, the, ter- the title of Ghostbusters. Wow. They also talked about Ray Parker Jr., who did the theme. You know, who are you going to call? Oh, Ghostbusters. So they, they interview Ray, and he Something said... Something strange. In the neighborhood. Sorry. 
get sort of excited you got sometimes. The, did you get that all out? I, I did. <laughs> I had a little She's dancing, dancing again, Dawn. She's oh, dancing. She's dancing. Have her do the bad choreography. Oh, oh from Dawn. Michael Jackson. Oh. Had a good laugh yesterday. <laughs> but Ivan Reitman, the director, uh, said, we we need a, a song. Because this was in the 80s when that was yeah, started to be the thing. Yeah, you had to have like, you had, songs. Yeah. And- so they got a hold of Ray Parker Jr. And Ray, so he was interviewed and he said he couldn't figure out a way melodically to make the word Ghostbusters into a song. He said he kept trying it, kept trying it, kept trying it. He said, again, they had about a week. He needed this song in about a week. So he was watching some some clips of the movie. And there, remember that scene where they're doing the Ghostbusters are doing a commercial and there's a number at the bottom? Yeah. And Ray Parker Jr. saw that in the middle of the night and thought, wow, this looks like all of those lawyer commercials in the middle of the night of like, are you in an accident? You call Sal, right. you know, and he said, "Who are you gonna who are you, who are you gonna call?" And he said, "Ghostbusters." He says that's when he came up with the because it was a lawyer screaming at him in the middle of the night. You know, you're divorcing your wife. Who are you gonna call? And he said, "Ghostbusters." Oh. And he's like, "That's how I'm gonna do it." And he wrote it that day, put it on a cassette, had a courier at his door waiting, waiting for him to finish the cassette. Put the cassette in an envelope, sent it over to Ivan Reitman. They approved it, and boom, it went on to be nominated for an Academy Award. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's just funny to see and to hear how a movie that we love, that we think everything was perfect on, was really a mess. I mean, it was a mess until the very last minute. When you look at some of the costumes in that movie, they're like real random. Like Mm -hmm. their outfits and stuff. It's like they went to Arks Valley Village and went through the bucket. Well, and the special effects do not hold up. Yeah. Some of the comedy, that's a movie that I, I hate to say this, has not aged well. Um, I've recently went back. The special effects are laughable. I mean, they're <laughs> just... The best looking thing is a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah. And we found out in the documentary that that's what we're talking about if you just tuned in the movies that made us on Netflix. Um, they Ivan Reitman wanted to, wasn't sure about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He, he was very unsure, but they did a test screening, and the he came on screen, and the test audiences went nuts with laughter. So they kept they they uh, they kept the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. But it's really good, y'all. If you like, and they're they're not long; they're about forty minutes a piece, so they're easily digestible. Again, the movies that made us. There's one on Home Alone. There's one on Dirty Dancing, Die Hard. So some some good movies. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the email that just, well, makes me want to resign. We are are live at Voyage Healthcare here in Crystal. Come see us. Part of the 57th Annual Santa Project. Back after this. It's a beautiful day.